your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Wednesday. Wednesday? It's Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday. I wanted it to be Thursday and then Friday. Lacrosse Talk PM should be a day off, right? I'm going to continue to say this. Uh, Wednesday, Just we should have a middle of the week day off. Weekends and week middles. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. I have a f- I have 500 tabs open. Text line is open, though. I did open that one, so one of the 500. Um, I, 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 earlier in the week, we, we started the, the issue of snow days, and, and it, it was the first ones of the year. And our station is one of those in the morning that you know announces online and over the air on our newscasts and all our stations, hey, the school's closed, the school's delayed, right? Snow days. And it got me thinking, like, we have, we have virtual learning now, and our, our, our snow days, you know, when I was in high school, snow or high school, when I was in school, snow days were like the, the best thing ever, right? In the middle of winter, it's snowing out, so that's cool. I mean, I still get a little nostalgic when it snows out, like, yeah, and then I remember I have to shovel a 100-yard-long driveway uh, with a 70-year-old snowblower. No, it's not 70. It's 1975. So what is it? 45-year-old snowblower. <laughs> 55 years old. Um, so then I, then I don't get so nostalgic. But looking back, you know, you think like, oh, snow days were the best, right? Like you, you'd bundle up and the way, the way we did it back, back home in Greenville, Wisconsin, uh, dad had a giant tractor with a, you know, a, a, a plow in the front and he would plow all the snow into one spot in the garden and you know by the middle of the winter that snow that hill was huge it probably was 15 feet high uh we don't get snow like that anymore i wonder why um and then across the road there's like a there's a a pasture and a stream and there's a big hill so there's a sledding hill right across the road from my house for when you're a kid it's awesome i mean now it would be like man i don't want to get hurt because there's a big cliff here and then i go into the pond (laughs) And also, it's not that big of a hill. But when we were kids, it was awesome. We'd walk over there. It was kind of a hike, but it was fun. Uh, But those were the things you got to do on snow days because it was, A, snowing, and you didn't have school. And your mom and dad just wanted you out of the house. Like, dad was at work. Mom actually got to stay home because, you know, back in the day, only one parent had to do work. Um, So, just thinking like, oh, you know, kids kids now, kids in this pandemic, they've they've been home for... What about five months now? And, and you know, March, April, May of last year too, right? Probably about three, four months last last school year. And the first half of this, you know, literally half of this school year, they've been virtual learning. And now they go back to school, right? And they're, they're in school. And we haven't even gone all the way back, right? I believe middle schoolers come back Monday and then high schoolers come back the next week. February 8th, I believe, is that date. And... They're going to get back to school. We're going to have a. You know, we're definitely going to have a snowstorm, and then they're going to they're going to have to call off school, right? But are they going to have to call off school? Is are, are there snow days anymore? Because <laughs> also, do the kids want snow days? Because they're like, oh, uh, we don't get to go. We kind of want to go back to school. Uh, a, their parents probably your parents, you parents out there probably really want your kids to go back to school, right? Like, yeah, get them out of here so that, A, I could, you know, do do work at home without being bugged by the kid all the time. And, and, and B, maybe, 
maybe I get to use the computer because maybe the child, the, one of your kids is on the computer using it for uh, virtual learning. I don't know how that works, actually. Like, if you have more than one kid, do you just have to buy a whole bunch of computers? Does the school give you some computers? I suppose if you are if you don't have enough, they, you, somebody would help you get one, right? Never thought of that. Uh, what are you guys doing when you have, like, four kids and they all need to be on the computer? That must be crazy. Uh, anyway, so I was thinking, like, oh, now the lacrosse school di- district's going to have a snow day. And A, like, you you students out there want to be in school at this point, I'm guessing. I mean, I feel like it, they would miss seeing their friends, even though the whole idea, like, when you're in school, you didn't want to go to school. But if you have to do it at home or at school, you probably want to go and, and, and be with your friends. At least get to see them in the hallway between classes, maybe. At least half of them are just their eyes because you're wearing masks. Um, but then on the flip side, snow day, you're, you're A, you're stuck at home, but B, are you stuck at home to just hang out and have fun? And it's a snow day and you can go do the, go sledding or go hang out with your friends or not hang out with your friends because it's a pandemic, but at least like you could go outside and do something, right? Um, or do you have to stay home and virtual learn because we've created the system <laughs> and, uh, where children, if they're at home, they can do their school at home all the time now, and teachers can virtual, you know, teach to them. So I was like, wow, there there might not be snow days anymore. A, kids don't want to be, there just might not be that, because really you don't want snow days if it means you just have to virtual learn. So anyway, I sent a, I sent a message to Nick Marcou and Aaron Engel. The, the Nick Marcou is kind of like the, the contact at the school district, and uh Aaron Engels, the superintendent, I just sent him a, a quick message. I'm like posing this question. Are there snow days anymore? And, and Engel did get back to me. It was very nice of him. Uh, right back to me, in fact. He goes, we are continuing to have snow days. Many of our students may not have their devices at home now, and they are returning to in-person schools, so they would not have access to online learning. There are probably some jokes there, he said. Okay, so th- so they're they're going to have school day or snow days at the lacrosse school district. That's that's good. At least you know praying for snow now. If you're a student, I suppose. Um, also, if <laughs> there's always that excuse like, oh, I can't virtual learn. Left my laptop at school when I was there the two days a week. If you're a high school student, that's how they're going to do it. Uh, oh man, can't virtual learn on the snow day because I left my laptop in my locker. <laughs> Dog ate my homework. I mean, geez. Just get, opening the door, Dr. Aaron Engels opening the door here for the excuses where they could just eliminate snow days altogether. But I don't know. I thought it was I, w- I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, oh, <laughs> libertarian guy says he's looking at the ceiling in the Facebook Live video. Uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Is it the ceiling? Yeah. I did not. Clearly, I did not look at the camera. I turned the Facebook Live video off because I don't want to see myself talking, right? And I feel like a lot of people probably, I barely like to hear my own voice. And you, a lot of you probably are like, yeah, I don't like to hear your voice either. Um, but that's fine. Like That's that's the way I want to do Facebook Live. Uh, libertarian guy is, is just having, showing the window in the in the Wisdom Studio and, and like half the ceiling and half the wall. That's the perfect that's the perfect way to do Facebook Live for the show, I think. Just a side way, a side view of the Wisdom Studio. Um, yeah, that's like that because we're 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 doing mayoral debates and uh, prepping for that. And uh, clearly, the uh, the camera, which is duct taped to a, a pretty old speaker in here, not that old, I guess, not any older than the speakers I have on my my high school stereo system. But yeah, the the way we have the camera in here is it's totally duct taped to 
uh, a speaker in here because what else are you going to do? We don't have, you know, like just we, it's, it doesn't need to be fancy, right? It just needs to get the sound out. We're not doing any uh, acting in here, uh, any any showboating in here for, for video. But uh, maybe I'll try to duct tape that back. It looks like maybe the duct tape didn't hold or somebody forgot to re-put it back, put it back as we do these, get ready for these mayoral debates. Hey, and that's something uh, we can all talk about, too, if you want. 608-785-7914. We, we do have 10 candidates. We're, we split our debates into two, five and five. And um, Monday at 6 p.m., right after this show, is going to be the first debate. And then Tuesday at 6 p.m. is going to be the second group uh, it's going to debate, and do I have those pairings? I might have deleted who the pairing. I uh, got them somewhere. Um, so, yeah, well, i tell you, the second pairings are Martin Gall, Zebulon Kemp, Joe Conrad, Vicky Markson, and Sam Schneider. So the other five are in the first pairing. That'll be, that's Tuesday's debate. Um, so the other five, and I'll, I don't have it in front of me, so I'd have to, I'd have to look quick. But, uh, yeah, all right, that's my, that's my spiel on snow days. Something that popped in my head yes uh, the other day because we have we had a snow day I think in like the Prairie du Chien area so that nobody knew um, what was like how to how to get that out there but all right we're running a little slow so let's get to Brandon news we'll be back after this all right welcome back to the Crosstalk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line. Just got done talking about snow days, or the lack thereof, or apparently there still is snow days in La Crosse School District. Tim te- Tim texted in, great way to waste the first 10 minutes of the show. I thought so. I thought it was an excellent way to, and I wouldn't call it wasting. I mean, you got some informative information there. The La Crosse School District will continue to have snow days despite the ability to virtual learn, because we have given the kids an excuse right off the bat that they can just say they forgot their laptop in their locker now that they're back in school. Only a couple of the kids, only through fifth grade, I think, can they do that. So, uh, man, are you trusting your, uh, I guess every kid, probably every kid's got a laptop or something, right? So, uh, yeah, I thought it was a great time. I, I, you know, something we've all experienced in our lives, snow days, every one of us, right? Except maybe some children that were homeschooled. Did you get snow days as a homeschooled child? I don't know. Like, did, I mean, maybe mom just made, mom or dad just made you go out and shovel the driveway. But something we all can relate to in our lives, something we probably a lot of us have children that are home right now or heading back to school and are, is there going to be snow days? I mean, can, can will they just virtual learn? There's there's never going to be that freedom, that relief of the that excitement of a snow day. Eric from Sparta is calling in. Relate. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, during the mayoral debates, are you going to be one of the panelists questioning the candidates? Yeah. Um, when is Mitch Reynolds on anyway? Tomorrow or today? Monday. He's on today. Monday. You're Monday. asking? Yeah, he'll be on the debate Monday at 6 p.m. I thought I thought that was you know, the next date was tomorrow. 6 p.m. Monday. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: Are you going to recuse yourself from doing the debate because you're his big buddy, being his uh, call screener years ago when he was on the thing? You recuse yourself from that? Scott and Caitlin will be the panelists for that debate. Okay, well, that's why you did not go to that. Is that correct? For right. Okay, and what? Uh, what is on the internet? What's the? Uh, I can dial up my internet. 
it'll be on wisdomnews.com, but we'll play the debate on the radio too, Eric, if you want to listen on the radio, 6 p.m. Monday and Tuesday, right here after the show. Oh, thank you so much, Rick. No problem. Appreciate it. Bye. Oh, made Eric happy there. That's that's like, I'm batting like 4% on uh, giving Eric the answers he wants. <laughs> 608-785-7914. Yeah, if you have any questions about the mayoral debate, I can kind of give you the rundown of how it's going to go. I know there was a debate last week, and there were actually a couple of debates. I think one neighborhood association had a debate, and I only learned about that because uh, Mitch does Facebook Live chats often. And uh, if anyone ever wants to get on his Facebook Live chats and and ask him questions, I, I believe it's something like Mitch, the number four mayor, something like that on Facebook, but um, I haven't seen anyone else post live chats and I, c- I could be wrong, but I just, I mean, I have a whole list. Every candidate, pretty much every candidate has some kind of website or social media avenue and some of the city council members do as well. Um, so, but uh, when when Mitch goes live or any of those candidates go live, it would, it would, it'll, give me a message or a, a notification on Facebook. So, and it happens all the time with Mitch. I'd be like, Oh, Mitch is live. Let's see. And I, I don't, I don't usually watch for very long cause I've listened to Mitch enough. I've listened to Mitch yap enough in my lifetime. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I have, but I don't need to watch. There went the ca- there went the Facebook live camera. I'm sorry. Libertarian guy. Who's probably the only person watching Facebook live right now. Uh, it's <laughs> Now it's just swinging in the studio. It's, that's great. This is perfect. We got to get some new duct tape. Engineer, new duct tape. Get on it. Yeah, we're prepping. We're trying to figure out how we're gonna do how we're gonna do the camera setup in here because uh, our engineer Tyler will be in here during the debate, and uh, B- Brad and Scott will be in the studio, and then they're gonna put me in the WKTY Cubby Grant Bills' studio. Grant Bills does a show. From four to six, if you want to listen to sports talk, or you can get you can get it here every once in a while when something happens. I will say the Packers fired their special teams coordinator today. That'll solve it. Probably going to the Super Bowl now. Uh, we got a call again. Uh, caller, who's this? Hi, this is Gail. Hey, Gail. I just want to say, as a homeschooling mom, the first snowfall is our best day of school because we don't do it. <laughs> Do you, we love going out and playing in the snow the first day. The first day it snows. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, you have like a like a, a, a you, you do your own snow day. Then that's awesome. That's right. And I wanted to say that your mom probably worked harder than your dad every day of her life because who did the laundry and the cooking and keeping the house clean? Well, three boys, and three boys in the all house. That kind of stuff. Yeah, three bo- uh, three boys in the house. So yeah, I, I would say I don't I don't know about that. I'm not going to take sides there because I know how hard my dad worked too. So. <laughs> well, you kind of you kind of said that moms didn't have to work, didn't have to do anything. Oh, and I meant go to I think, work. Yeah, yeah, I think you actually said didn't have to do anything, and I'm like, um, excuse me. <laughs> so yeah, in terms of yep, you caught me there. I, I uh, a bad word choice on my part. My mom probably probably a, if I check my phone, I probably got a text if she heard that. But do anything as opposed to I, I probably meant you know didn't have to go to literally like go to work. Although when we all. It, we're out of the house. Then my mom did get a full-time job for a long time. So, uh, all right. Number three is calling into number three. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, you there? Hello. Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. See, 
you know, if Mitch gets to be the mayor, maybe you can get one of them nice jobs down at 400 Lacrosse Street. Is that City Hall? I don't know. That's City Hall, yeah, down where the blue baby and that is. Oh, okay. You, you know, you could maybe be Mitch's right-hand man, you know, PR man. Don't you think after so many years of me being part of this show and how incompetent I I was, he probably doesn't want me to be a part of that? <laughs> well, it might be a good training program for you. Well, I don't know if, if he wants to retrain me in something. I mean, I mean, I guess... Well, you'd have to be retrained. There's no doubt about that, you know, but... <laughs> But you know, you you got to look at the future. Yeah, there's no future in this in this radio show, right? No, no. I mean, you get one of them city jobs, and then you get a nice retirement program and all that other stuff. And yeah, are we getting a pension get, as city workers? Do they get a pension? Oh yeah, they got a wonderful pension. That's why everybody wants to work down there. Well, why don't we do that for everybody? Why don't we do like a nationwide pension plan? Besides well, social security, I guess that's social security. Is that what that is? I rock and cheer money. Yeah, my dad has a, a pretty good... I think my dad makes more in pension than I make, period. Well, yeah, he, he must have belonged to a good union or probably worked for the paper mill. Yeah, yeah, he did, definitely did. I think uh, in, okay. in college I was making diapers while my dad was working on the diaper machine at Kimberly-Clark. So. <laughs> okay, well, good luck shooting her from the hip tonight. Yeah, all right, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, shooting it from the hip, that's uh, when I don't bring anyone on and I, I ramble about snow days for an entire hour, which is what I'd love to do. I mean, let's just let's get down to the show where we all can relate. Yesterday, we had a good show and talked to Doug Happel, who's running for city council, and he's the incumbent running for city council and against Keontae Turner is trying to take his seat. And uh, we, had a, we had a pretty good chat about taxes, I will say. I'm not like a tax expert, so the idea of because uh, we all like what what whoever wants to win city council seats and mayors just needs to say we're going to fix the roads and we're going to lower taxes. But then there's the all the minutia. Like I love hearing that. Like yeah, let's do it. Let's let's lower taxes. But how are we going to do that? Because there's because the the flip side of that argument is we're going to fix the roads and we're going to lower taxes. Okay, well if you're going to fix the roads, you can't also lower taxes, right? Like those go. One, those are like the opposite. Hey, we're going to fix the roads and raise taxes. Who's voting for that person? Would you rather vote for the person that says we're going to fix the roads, but we're going to raise taxes or the person that says we're going to lower your taxes, but not fix the roads? Uh, you know, who's who, who's winning that argument? I would I would say probably the lowering taxes guy, because the the idea that uh, th- there's not this direct effect of how much uh, crappy roads are going to cost us when when our cars need repairs, right? When our suspensions go and we blow tires on potholes. And uh, I did see a I did see a funny post on there's a there's a kind of a vent about lacrosse parking and roads Facebook group, and it was uh, something like they they saw a two bedroom apartment pothole on Main Street somewhere. So uh, watch out for that one. I guess it's very vague. I don't have the post in front of me, but I thought it was really funny. It was like a two bedroom one bath. Uh, Gary Podesky's calling in. Gary, I outed you. I I said your last name, so now you got to be. Uh, you got to walk it, walk the line. Okay, I like to stop. Uh, I just calling to let number three know that actually, since Act Ten, there aren't people lining up for city jobs. In fact, they've had people accept city jobs and then they quit and go to work for private companies. Okay, so it's the, it's rough going working for the city nowadays, huh? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it still has a nice pension and stuff. The state of Wisconsin has probably the it's the most solvent pension in the nation, or in the top two. But as far as 
uh, people lining up, they're not. They, they're not getting as many applications as they used to. The truck driving jobs, the mechanic jobs, they've had people accept the jobs and quit. In fact, there was two I know in the last few years. They quit before they started, and I think they went to Daryl and Power, which actually has probably just as good, if not a better pension, and also the insurance and everything is a lot better since I Tim. Okay, that makes sense. And we're right on the river here, so I can go work for the city of La Crescent maybe if I want a cushy city job, right? <laughs> Well, there you go. He can yeah. try that. That's Who closer knows? to home for you. Yeah, right. Who knows? Uh, all right. Thanks, Gary. All right. Take care. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. Scott, con- Scott's comments coming up. Brad doing the news one more time. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. Well, a couple minutes. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Fix the camera again. <laughs> it's so funny. Facebook Live camera fell. Somebody had to tell me because I don't watch the Facebook Live video, and now it's like cutting my head off. So I didn't do a great job, but whatever. I mean, people just want to listen to the show. If they want to listen, they don't really need to watch the Facebook feed. I think maybe I should have just left it pointing towards straight towards the ceiling. That would be great. Uh, libertarian guy and I are having a discussion over the text about what the government doesn't need to do for you as we talk about what the mayor candidates want to do for the city. Uh, every time uh libertarian guy texts me, it's always what the government sh- should be cutting and should be getting rid of and getting rid of waste and getting rid of programs. But it's never the other way. It's never both ways. It's just uh, one of its texts says, why does the city like to plant trees in the boulevards? If people want trees in the boulevards, they should buy them themselves. But also the city, then nobody's going to buy trees for the boulevard, I guess. I mean, maybe a couple of people and they would buy their own trees and then somebody would buy something i don't know like where do we stop so you can only buy trees do we regulate what kind of trees you can buy do we only give them one option of trees or we can have the city plant trees in the boulevard because a planting trees is good for the environment and b it looks nice the only problem is then we have to have the city come pick up the leaves um so there's that but it's never the other, never never libertarian guy. Never with you is it the other way around? What can the city do for you? It's always like, what should we stop? What what government way should we get rid of? Which is fine, but it's never both ways. Um, speaking of what is the government going to get rid of? There's a lot of a lot of news today, but the 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 big one is that the assembly is likely going to vote tomorrow to eliminate the mask mandate. So yay, we can all run around without masks on. And this is uh, some of my. Neighbors have posted about why are we wearing masks? I mean, like we're, you know, we're we're heading into, you know, we're going to be a year into this thing, and we'd be like, why are we wearing masks? Like, well, it's been a year if you haven't figured it out. So, and and his, his argument was, so there's a little bit of all caps, and I'll just he, he says in Wisconsin you're three times more likely to hit a deer than die from COVID, and I don't know if that's true or not. I hit a deer couple years ago and turned my car into a two-tone car because I put a different color front end on it but I haven't died of COVID so I guess I guess that's true then um but but the idea that like we're only worried about dying of COVID (laughs) it's just kind of frustrating and then it's why should I wear a mask um and and part of the argument was older people need to wear a mask why why do I have to which is completely the opposite of the entire idea of wearing a mask um, we wear masks 
to be unselfish, the idea of wearing a mask. If you're a selfish person, you say, I don't need to wear a mask. But the unselfish person, we're wearing a mask to protect others. We're not wearing a mask to protect yourself. So the, the mask present, prevents you from spreading the disease to others. Because the disease can be asymptomatic. The virus can be asymptomatic. And it can spread to others. And, I mean, you don't have to wear a mask at your house because you're at your house. But if you're going to go out in public, you, you hope everyone else has a mask on. So when I went to the bar on the, the eve of the Packers winning, uh, you know, against the Rams a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> the lone mask hanging from a hook in the bar was kind of the signal I needed to to be like, oh, I probably don't want to be in here very long. And I, I hung out in the lobby near the door. And got my takeout and left. But the the bar was packed. Nobody had a mask on. Everyone's cheering for the Packers. So, you know, that, that would, I would say that that could be a miniature super spreader event in lacrosse. Um, and the point of, uh, we've, we've had this conversation in the past. And it's one of the 50 tabs I have open. It's a story that we wrote. Uh, Mayo's Kevin Fitzgerald, Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald there. At Mayo Clinic in La Crosse, you know, he said it. He said it the best, and it's the simplest way. This virus spreads so quickly and so efficiently, and that's all you really need to know. Is and then, if you want to worry, why why would we worry about a virus? We're not going to die. Um, yeah, but you, you, how's your how's your health insurance? Do you want to go to the hospital? And then, if you're asymptomatic, then you you you'll you'll never know if you're coming into contact with other people. And then you spread that to someone else, and then that person maybe comes into contact with somebody older, and then that's a problem. Uh, I've had a couple of scares uh, getting the virus myself. I'm like, oh, and I went and got tested, came up negative. And a couple of family scares, too, where my parents thought maybe they had it because my nephews had it. And, um, you know, so there's, you know, but it's so far so good. I know a lot of other people are not in that position. And then I have some friends that have the virus right now. And their parents had the virus at some point, too. All pretty sick. They're all pretty sick. But I guess, you know, going to get sick. So, But it's that idea that you get so sick that you end up at the hospital. And then that that's, poses a problem because everybody has their own unique avenue of health care in this country. Because <laughs> it's kind of a free-for-all, right? Like, well, well, well how's your health care? I have no idea. We'll see what happens when I need it. How's your deductible? I have no idea. It's going to be $5,000, $10,000, $7,000. I'd have like I don't know what it covers and I don't know what hospitals. It's just like whatever you can get that isn't going to bust bust a bank. Uh it's just it's really frustrating. And that's why we wear masks. Until now, until tomorrow, I guess when the uh the assembly which hasn't the Assembly and the Senate haven't come together and, and and been able to pass a bill in the state. We haven't passed a bill since the first COVID relief package on April 16th. That's the last time the governor got something to sign. April 15th is the last time the Senate signed it. April 14th was the Assembly signing it and sending it to the Senate. And uh, we haven't done anything since. We've gone through the worst part of the pandemic. We haven't done anything since. Our, our government anyway to you, you talk about like hey we need to do this or that we need to help small businesses we need to you know uh, come up with safety measures just anything at all to to help everybody in the state and our government has failed us in that in that regard 
and we've gone nine months and 11 days now without a single thing being passed. And some people are like, well, we can't trust the government. So the, the less they pass, the better, except they have the opportunity to help all these uh, small businesses that, you know, we, we, instead of just locking down for two weeks and being done with this thing in, in a, in a serious measure in a serious matter, I, I I'm sure there would have been surges here and there, but, um, we've been pretty good in, in lacrosse. I mean, there was, there was a little, there was a couple of week period there where our hospitals were getting to the point where they were going to be, I don't know if overwhelmed, but they were, they were getting full. I mean, the, the metrics in the, in the County were all red and it was, it was kind of an ordeal, but, uh, our hospital systems have been able to kind of move the goalposts when it comes to hospitalizations. Been able to move the goalposts. And they're like, hey, our capacity is in red. We're, get, we're getting really worried. And then they open up another COVID floor and then they close off another section of the hospital where other people are getting other treatments, right? So that's what I, what I mean when I say move the goalposts kind of. And it's always in red, and the numbers were always going up, but we never got to the point where we were over capacity because we we just sacrificed one thing for COVID. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Eric is back. Eric, go ahead. Yes, uh, Governor Evers, he wants to uh, mandate a mask when he has no legal authority to do so. I can see his plan wanting people to wear a mask, but the legisl- Republican legislators is right too, but he exceeded his authority. He has no no proper uh, authority to do that. So the legislators have to agree with him. The po- Here's the deal: people should wear a mask. I will not go anywhere without a mask. But I want, don't want some government exercising his power he doesn't have to force me to wear a mask. And that, that's a that's a problem. I think everybody everybody wears masks, but although they don't, because I've been to Walmart several times. People walk, walking around there like there's nothing wrong with it, and they like, I look at him, I just stay away from him. And that's 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 the deal. Government should recommend it, but not mandate it because he doesn't have the authority to do so. Thank you. All right. So Eric's on both sides of the fence there. He doesn't want Governor Evers, who's a Democrat, to wear a mask, to make you wear a mask, but he wants everyone to also wear a mask, uh, even if they don't understand how this virus spreads and how dangerous it can be if it gets to the point where everybody's getting the virus, which is happening and has happened in different parts of the country. And we see uh, morgues overwhelmed, uh, digging essentially ditches. Uh, New York at one point was digging ditches in an, on an island. can't remember what the island was called and just burying bodies there. So that sounds like it's fake, but you can look it up. And it sounds like in no way that didn't happen. But yeah, that's what happened. So um, I think Eric would be totally fine if the the Republicans that run the legislature said, hey, we need to wear masks. And maybe they should. If if that's the fight, we want to fight about whether or not Governor Evers has the power to tell everyone to wear a mask for a certain amount of time. Then maybe while the legislature is banning the governor's power ability to have the power to tell people to wear a mask, then on the flip side, they should also be writing up legislation to tell people to wear a mask. If that's where that's it. And we're going to be one of only 10 States in the country to, to not have a mask mandate now. So like that's, that's where we're at. We're at one, one out of five, right? Like we're, we're one out of 50, one, out of, uh, 10 out of the 50 States not have a mask mandate. And, and it's not like we're doing great with the virus. Uh, the state today had 1300 cases 
in lacrosse, in lacrosse, we had we were leveling off. We were, cases were going down pretty consistently uh, until yesterday and today. The cases have been trickling up. I would say. Uh, just going up a little bit. We're at like, I think it's at 41 or 42 cases a day today. Um, every day on wisdomnews.com, there's an update on that. You can check. Just look for the little blue uh, globe with red COVID-19 across the, but here, here's the numbers today. Uh, 41 cases today. We're averaging now a day, 42 cases a day over the past week. Last week, we were averaging 37 cases a day. So now we're going back up just a little bit. Hospitalizations have been been pretty pretty good. We've had one hospitalized, one Lacrosse County resident hospitalized in the last since Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Um, we didn't have any hospitalizations, so we and we had just one today. So um, that's been pretty good. There were times there where hospitalizations would be ten in a day. Um, but it's been it's been lower lately, so that's good. Um, and in in surrounding counties too, every every day we do this update. And in surrounding counties, the hospitalization rate, or the the number of people hospitalized, I, I guess I don't have the rate, but has always been going has been steadily going down, except in Monroe County for some reason. Monroe County is averaging twenty two cases a day. Every other county, Vernon, Trempolo, Jackson, Winona, Houston, Fillmore, every other county is under 10 cases a day. Monroe County is at 22.4. Um, and then while the, all these counties had 10 to 20 people hospitalized a day, in the hospital per day, not per day, in the hospital, there was 10 to 20 at one time. Um, Jackson, Monroe, Trempolo, and Vernon are all averaging five people right now in the hospital. So that each, each of those counties has well, five people hospitalized as of yesterday, I should say. The, those numbers come out in 10 minutes, actually. So I do that right after the show or at some point in the evening if because there's a lot of stuff to do. So that's that's that. If you want to talk about Governor Evers not being able to issue a mass mandate, we're one of 10 states now to not do that. But our legislature hasn't done anything except fight. Now we're fighting. All we do is is fight the mask mandate. That's all our state legislature has, has done in, in during this whole pandemic. We're nine months, 11 days of doing nothing. So we, we talked yesterday with uh, Joe Heim, and I think he said the, the salary of our legislatures, uh, legislators is like $55,000. They've been paid $55,000 for the last nine months, 11 days to what? Repeal the mask mandate. And why didn't they do that back in, in April? Back in April when the numbers weren't so bad, right? That we were getting like four or five cases a day. No big deal, right? Now we're getting 42, and now we want to repeal the mask mandate? That's what we're doing? Uh, number th- number three, you're back. Yeah. Go ahead. Are you there? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. See, we keep hearing all the time how many people test positive. Yep. We never hear how many people tested negative. In other words, out of the people that had it, we just hear the positive. We never hear the negative part, like how many went through without no problems. Um, give me one second. Uh, let's see here. I can give you the totals in the state. It's not really going to help you, but uh, two, th- two. Let's see here. Two million four hundred eighty-six thousand people have tested negative. Five hundred thirty-six thousand people have been tested positive. Okay. How's that? that- well, yeah, I'd rather hear it on a daily basis. You know, I mean, when when this epidemic first started. I was friends of people that run beef and pork plants from years ago, 
and out of 2,000 people, they were running 1,200 that were testing positive. Now we hear nothing about these places anymore. Yeah, I think they've they've shored that up a little bit. But I, I want to say that the infection rate for people that are getting tested is like 22%. So anyone getting tested, we're at like 22% of them are t- coming up positive. All right, 22% are testing positive. Yeah, in La Crosse County. In La Crosse County. So, okay. Yeah, and the site is down right now, so I can't. But I think I looked at that earlier today, and that's what it was. I was just wondering, like, how many thousand people they test today? That's what I was wondering. Okay, and I, 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 I'm not. I don't think it would be a thousand, but I, I don't have that right in front of me though. Okay, all right. So. Well, you're doing some good leg work there, anyway. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Thanks. All right. Carry on. All right. We got to take a break. I'll carry on in a minute. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. I just like Busta Rhymes. Back in the high school days. Uh, 608-785-7914. All right, number three, here you go, if you're still listening. Um, I I had to do the math a little bit. So 41 new cases in in La Crosse County today. So 41 cases positive, 41 positive tests, 144 negative tests. So there you go. So... You know, 180 people tested or so, 185, right? That's the math there. And 144 of those were negative. You want? Should we just do it like that? <laughs> 144 negative tests today in La Crosse County. And then you got to dive in to see how many were positive. Um, trend, we were trending down the last couple of, well, probably, I want to say since the beginning of January, I know that we were trending down in cases, but the last two days, the trend has gone up just a little bit. Some from like 37 to 42 cases, 41 cases now. Um, but hospitalizations are, we've, we've only had one in five days, four or five days. So that's good. So we're, we're teeter tottering a little bit at this point, but man, we, back when our state legislature passed COVID relief, we weren't, we weren't anywhere near the, the situation that we are now. So, it's just kind of comical in a way, a sad comedy, I guess, like the sad face comic. Um, because back in, I'll just, I got, I got the numbers here. I got all the numbers from the the whole pandemic. April, April sixteenth. Where are we at? Well, it's going to be right here. April sixteenth. Uh, that was right in the in the time where we had, I think, two weeks of zero cases. One, two, three. Four. Yeah, we went two two weeks, two two straight weeks with zero cases. Uh, at the time, our state legislature passed COVID-19 relief, which is the last thing our state legislature has ever passed nine months, 11 days ago. Uh, La Crosse County in April, I will say there was one big jump on the 1st of April. But other than that, we had a total of 10 cases in all of April when we passed COVID-19 relief. We had 42 cases today. So where, where, where is our priorities now? Instead, we're repealing a mask mandate. We had a mask mandate. We had a shutdown in April too, right? We were going to shut down. That didn't work because we we didn't do it as a country. We just let let each you know state figure it out for themselves. All right, that's all the time I got. What day is tomorrow? Thursday. I want to I want to talk about that um, police survey a little bit. We'll see who, who we can get on. But and I've reached out to some Republican Assembly people, so but they haven't gotten back. All right, thanks for listening.